What is up? What's up, man? Yes, man. yes, yes. What two games, game, dude. two wins. So let's talk about it. Do really We're one fast. of five, man. One of five. One of five. Fast start. Fast start. Um, what? What record would we have had last year if Chet had played at this level that we're seeing? Ooh, you're gonna start off right off the bat, man. Because I mean, he he looked special out there. He didn't look um, like a regular so guy. He didn't look like a rookie. No, he didn't. Um, I I want to say this. I don't know how impactful Chet would have been in the beginning of the season last year. Um, I I think I'm pretty sure he would have been incredibly impactful, but. Um, you know, let's just play the devil advocate right here. All right. Let's just say, let's just say Chet, right, was a guy that averaged two blocks a game last year and okay. he picked up seven, eight rebounds, you know, and okay. put out Fair. 20 minutes. Right. Um, I think that would have been probably a good output for him last year as being a rookie. And, and, but the fact is, is that we saw him play 31 minutes and 31 minutes. This is how fucked it is, bro. Everybody's talking about Victor, right? Victor this, Victor that right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Chet. Numbers, Chet's numbers next to Victor, they're not very far off. Victor had no. 21. Chet had 17, right? Except Chet had seven fucking blocks. And I'll be honest with you, I think he had nine blocks because there's yeah. two blocks that they did not count. I don't know how they didn't count. Also, they didn't count a steal. I don't know how they missed a steal of Chet's because he stole on the... Uh, I think it was an inbounds play, bro. They didn't count it, right? Are those Cavs scorekeepers, I think. I, I, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know what happened, but he got gypped from some stats. So I feel bad for him, but on the same sense, he's going to have to earn that. So when it's all said and done, <laughs> it's all said and done. Chet's stats were amazing. 13 rebounds, um, like, I don't know, two assists, um, one so steal. game changer in every sense of the way. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what... look at and say, what, oh, 17 points, that's not 21, that's not 25, that's not 34. But at, at the dude, same they, time... They, they couldn't drive to the hole. Like, we went on a 13 nothing run, and the reason we went on a 13 nothing run is because they couldn't get to the hole. Yeah. Like, like Dort and Kaysen were just going back and forth and against then, Donovan Mitchell and just hitting and hitting and hitting him. And then, like, even Mitchell gets to the lane in the very last shot they get, right? He hits up against Dort. Because he couldn't go any further because Chet right. was down there. Right. So he had to pull up against a bad shot against Dort. You know, like that's how much he's impacting everything right now. And that's why it's so exciting to me. Like you can, you can chalk it up as anything else that you want to. But when push comes to shove, Chet putting him in that offense, putting him in that defense changes everything. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at it and say, with that so type back of to your question, how many more wins? How many more wins? I say we win eight more wins, seven more wins um, than we did this year. So I think we go 48 wins total. Okay, but let's just talk about this game. Like down the stretch, we're down 10, 12 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Chet blocks that shot on Mobley when we're down six, mm-hmm. comes down and hits a three. I mean, like, yep. I get what you're saying, but like, I also look at it and I'm like, we could be surprisingly way better than just seven more wins better with Chet. Like, he could sure. be that big of an sure. impact player down the stretch, like where it impacts close games by seven points instead of 
Um, like, cause all we needed was three, three or four points. And then we're at 50 wins you know, per game. If we had seven mm-hmm. extra points per game, like we might be at 60. Like my point is yep. Chet is a game changer at like, forget his rookie, get, forget everything. Like if you added a game changer, which we just did to this year's team, right now, yep. all of a sudden you have to build on what we did last year. Oh, Shea's a better player. Giddy has obviously improved, although some people, they started out being really down on him last year. Don't forget that. There was a lot of naysayers last year at the beginning yeah, of the year. They all shut up and went away. You're right, man. But they, they do talk yep. when Giddy starts slow. Who cares? Giddy is a team player first, and he understands what that means. Always, dude. Right? Um, yep. J-Dub, slow start, but we all had confidence in J-Dub. Shout out, Unk. And we were sure yep. that J-Dub was going to come through, and he made the biggest plays of the game for us. Him and Chet did. Think about that, Dave. The yep. biggest plays of the game came yeah, from right. the first and second year, guys. And then all Shea did was close. All Shea did was close. I mean, this this is incredible, dude. We we have a 60-win team on our hands, guys. I know people are still looking, and they're not but, sure if they want to give them 50. But we have a 60-win team on our hands, guys, right now. I, I want to say Shea was the most impressive thing that I saw all night. All right. Um, his 34 points came to with only two free throws, which came, I think, like six seconds or four seconds left in the game. That was work. Think about that. A lot of people said that Shea would never be able to average 30 points a game with, you know, not getting 10 free throws, getting to right. the, the line they five did. times or, you they know, whatever. But he can. And he showed it. Like, he was having trouble scoring for a very short amount of time but he shot 24 shots man that's what you need from your your shooting guard out there you need that type of 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 mentality there was times that we're like i i want to say there was a few moments right where we had some players that were just trying to do too much out there right but what happened was is that it was them doing trying to do too much and not working within the system and you know we had a lot of guys that are being negative and I, I kept on saying, keep these guys in the game. Keep J-Dub in the game, right? And everybody's like, J-Dub's, you know, J-Dub's fucking up. And, and guess what? And, and on their defense, J-Dub was fucking up. But if you pulled J-Dub out of the game, we wouldn't have seen what J-Dub could do. And J-Dub got an assist on a three-point shot. He got a three-point shot himself. He got, a, I think, a steal or a deflection. Like, the point about letting guys like this like work it out, okay, in the last, you know, 90 seconds of the game is key to be able mm-hmm. to put yourself in a winning position. And you can't just start saying development over win, you know, winning, winning over development, right? There comes a place that it all combines and it all goes together. And I think these last two games, is a, it's a clear indication of what can happen. We put our um, foot on the gas against the Bulls and there was a close game and we just went, bam, 20 point game. And it was like, holy shit, what just happened? We were down 10 points, man. I think we were down nine points with like a minute and a half to go. It was crazy. And we went three threes in a row. Bam, 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 bam. And it was like, what the fuck just happened? You know, like. We were freaking out, dude. That's how good it can be in that quick. And, and that's what's different, man. Like, we don't need, you know, Isaiah Joe shooting threes. We don't need anybody else that's not on the floor. That's what's crazy. We had Chet hit a three. J-Dub hit a three. Shea hit a couple threes at the end. Like, it went from nothing to 120. 
And it's all because of the way that Coach D coaches his team. If you look at the, the, the way that he coached his team when, when wins didn't matter, you know, like it didn't matter if we got wins because we're in the rebuild stage, right? But Coach D goes out there and he coaches these guys every single game to the very last second. And he makes them believe what's happening. And then he comes into these games that it's like a minute and a half left, two minutes left. And he's like, guys, we're down 10. We're down 11, 12. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All we got to do is get two quick buckets and get two quick stops. And it changes. And that's exactly what happened, man. And it was so quick. It was like, boom, six points. And it's like, holy cow, can we really do this? Can we do this? And then all of a sudden, what happens? Chet hits that three at the top of the key. Now it's a three-point game. And then we get a steal. And then Shea hits that three. <laughs> Tie game. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was dude, over. Dude, no doubt. Like, the, the, they didn't, couldn't do anything. There was a couple minutes left, and we were down 12, I think, was the exact number. And Donovan Mitchell hit a three. We had them, we were up by four with about six seconds left, okay? So yeah. that's a 16-point swing. And even he hits a three, cuts it to one, but it doesn't matter because that's how you play a team properly where like they can hit the three and you still ice the game because they're out of timeouts. You hit both of your free throws. Yep. And now the best they can do is heave a half-court shot to tie it. That's that's a proper strangulation oh, yeah. of a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's it's a defensive blitz followed by a we're going to hit you really hard in that fourth quarter. So we're just going to keep afloat. You know, like sometimes that's what I felt like our offense was doing. We're efficient. We're still incredibly efficient, but it was like we're afloating because I, I, I kept on saying to myself, it's like I cannot wait until Coach D has the right lineup in that fourth quarter because it's going to happen. He's going to find that right lineup in that fourth quarter. And when he does, it's going to go click. And it did. And it was Shea leading the way. Yes, but it wasn't just Shea. Like last year, in order for us to win a game like this, we would have had Shea just take over and score the 13 points right in a row. What up, Ronnie? Right? What up, George? But we had Shea. We had J-Dub. We had Chet. We had Dort. We had all these guys just out there hitting big shot after big shot. And you had Josh Giddy finding these guys, man. It was just a beautiful mix of just everything you want to see in a game, especially when you're down by so much with two minutes left in the game. It's just, it's mind boggling. You know, there's a lot to say about the team defense, but we've talked a lot about individual defense. Chad had seven blocks, but Shea, George says, had five steals. And yes. obviously that one block, um, individual defensive efforts out the ass. So what's different, man? I mean, I mean, you, you look at this team, I still think that uh, you have Case and Wallace out there. He's still perfect from three-point range and two games, guys. Like, it's insane. Like, every single player is developing so quickly in such a rapid rate. It's, it's embarrassing to the rest of the league because you look at some of these guys and you're like, damn, if this guy develops, and you know, he could be good in a couple of years. And then you realize that he's, he's out of his rookie contract. And you're like, man, do we have a couple of years to develop a, a player that's been in for four years? No. Well, you look at the Thunder and they're developing these players in one, two years in, in, in a time period of, I would say, 18 months and getting them ready. You know, like the first six months is a little bit rough. The next six months is learning your spot, and the next six months is dominating. And we see that next six months and really the end of that, um, the uh, first season. And, and, and to me, that's what 
it's it's powerful because if you're seeing guys like Casey Wallace do so well in the beginning of the season, you know that this is, development's going to continue. You know that the development of Chet is going to continue. Like I told you, you know, when we got Chet, I said uh, we're going to see Chet have like multiple games where he blocks like seven, eight, nine, ten blocks a game. You know, like it's just yeah. going to happen this rookie season. And again, last night that's no exception, man. I mean, truly no exception. Like really, guys. Look at it. Go look at um, the the plays. He has nine blocks that I can count. And the biggest right, defensive guys. play of the game. I mean, seriously. Yes. And he stole the ball that, they, that he got a three-point shot off that I thought was a foul at the end of the quarter that they didn't count as a um, steal. So to me, like, there's just so many things that Chet got ripped off of. And I think this just goes back to the NBA wanting a French player to get the rookie of the year. Start it now, bro. Let's let's talk about our our two guys. First guys off the bench. One of them is a French player. He's not a rookie, but we're talking Ooh, about Casey yeah. Wallace and Usman Jang. Okay, nineteen, love it, dude, and twenty years old. And these guys are the first guys off the bench for us, and mm. they really are not letting us down. I know that they're not going to have like every game be perfect, sure. but in the end, what we are getting from them and what Coach Degnall is doing. Um, you said it last episode, and I just want to echo it. You said, with the past teams of the Thunder, Coach Degnall is the coach that we wish we had. Like, you'd look mm. around the league and you see is. young, good coaches that were doing a great job, and we were always stuck with the coaches we had. And here we are. We have the best young coach in the league. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, what, not just one of the best young coaches in the league, but you got to say is there's a reason why other NBA coaches voted him as the most likely to win coach of the year this year. I mean, it just like, let that sit for a second. Let that, let that soak for a minute, guys. Coach D was, was voted on by other coaches as most likely to win coach of the year. That tells me everything I need to know about him is that the league already respects him because if he's already, you know, getting this respect from the rest of the league, from the coaches, then it's just a matter of time before the writers see it too. And that's the type of coach we need on this team. Like a coach that can develop himself as a coach as these players are developing as well. It's brilliant. Absolutely. And this is what brings us back to Mwani. What he said, this is the beginning of a freaking dynasty, bro. Freaking dynasty, man. One win at a time, but the wins start piling up. You know what's going to happen, guys. Tomorrow, 3 fucking 30 Eastern, guys. We're going to be doing a podcast live to watch the Denver Nuggets get their ass trashed by the Oklahoma City Thunder, guys. So Speaking hope you guys can join us live. Getting your ass trashed. Join us. And Dave, we're going to put that call-in information in. Please join us. Somebody yes, jump on. We got Unk every episode. We love it, Unk. Thank you so we much for it. being there every time. We're and we just, would like more and yeah, more man. love to be out there, bro. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's something that we want to do. Uh, obviously, we all got in sync with Unk. We're all cheering our asses off. Um, that was a big moment. So, again, appreciate Unk for doing that. That's not easy for anybody to do. So, see you guys tomorrow. Peace.